hips, 
Peterson was walking along the path, his face red, leading it by a string. I'm sorry, Captain, he said, ducking at the string. Franco walked towards him. What is it? The wub stood sagging, its great body settling slowly. It was sitting down, its eyes half shut. A few flies buzzed about its flank, and it switched its tail. It sat. There was silence. It's a wub. Peterson said. I got it from a native for fifty cents. He said it was a very unusual animal, very respected. This Franco poked the great sloping side. Yes, sir. It's a pig. The natives call it a wub. A huge pig. It must weigh four hundred pounds. Franco grabbed a tuft of the rough hair. Its eyes opened, small and moist. Then its great mouth twitched. A tear rolled down the wub's cheek and splashed on the floor. Maybe it's good to eat. And said nervously, We'll soon find out, Franco said. The wub survived the takeoff, sound asleep in the hold of the ship. When they were out in space, Everything was running smoothly. Captain Franco bade his men fetch the wub upstairs so that he might perceive what manner of a beast it was. The wub grunted and wheezed, squeezing up the bad. 
passageway. Come on, Jones grated, pulling at the rope. The wub twisted, rubbing its skin off on the smooth chrome walls. It burst into the anteroom, tumbling down in a heap. The men leaped up. Good Lord, French said. What is it? Peterson says, it's a whoop, Jones said. It belongs to him. He kicked at the whoop. The whoop stood up, unsteadily, panting. What's the matter with it? French came over. Is it going to be sick? They watched. The wub rolled its eyes mournfully. It gazed around at the men. I think it's thirsty, Peterson said. He went to get some water. French shook his head. No wonder we had so much trouble taking off. I had to reset all my ballast calculations. Peterson came back with the water. The wub began to lap gratefully, splashing the men. Captain Franco appeared at the door. Let's have a look at it. He advanced, squinting critically. You got this for fifty cents. Yes, sir, Peterson said. It eats almost anything. I fed it on grain, and it liked that. And then potatoes. Then mash and scraps from the table, and milk. It seems to enjoy eating. After it eats, it lies down and goes to sleep. I see, Captain Franco said. Now, as to its taste, that's the real question. I doubt if there's much point in fattening it up anymore. It seems fat enough to me already. Where's the cook? I want him here. I want to find out. The wub stopped lapping and looked up at the captain. Really, captain? The wub said. I suggest we talk of other matters. The room was silent. 
was that, Franco said, just now. The what, sir? Peterson said. It spoke. They all looked at the wub. What did it say? What did it say? It suggested we talk about other things. Franco walked toward the wub. He went all around it, examining it from every side. Then he came back over and stood with the men. I wonder if there's a native inside it, he said thoughtfully. Maybe we should open it up and have a look. Oh, goodness, the wub cried. Is that all you people can think of? Killing and cutting? Franco clenched his fists. Come out of there, whoever you are. Come out. Nothing stirred. The men stood together, their faces blank, staring at the wub. The wub swished its tail. It belched suddenly. I beg your pardon, the wub said. I don't think there's anyone in there. Jones said in a low voice. They all looked at each other. The cook came in. You wanted me, Captain, he said. What's this thing? This is a wub, Franco said. It's to be eaten. Will you measure it and figure out? I think we should have a talk, the wub said. I'd like to discuss this with you, Captain, if I might. I can see that you and I do not agree on some basic issues. The Captain took a long time to answer. waited good-naturedly, licking the water from its jowls. Come into my office, the captain said at last. He turned and walked out of the room. The wub rose and padded after him. The men rushed to go out. They heard it climbing the stairs. I wonder what the outcome will be, the cook said. Well, 
be in the kitchen. Let me know as soon as you're here. Sure, Joan said.
about having me boiled. I could see the image in your mind. Most of me in the frozen food locker. Some of me in the kettle. A bit for your pet cat. So you read minds, the captain said. How interesting. Anything else? I mean, what else can you do along those lines? A few odds and ends, the wub said absently, staring around the room. A nice apartment you have here, Captain. You keep it quite neat. I respect life forms that are tidy. Some Martian birds are quite tidy. They throw things out of their nests and sweep them. Indeed, the captain nodded. Quite so. You spoke of dining on me. The taste, I'm told, is good. A little fatty, but tender. But how can any lasting contact be established between your people and mine if you resort to such barbaric attitudes. Eat me. Rather, you should discuss questions with me. Philosophy. The arts. The captain stood up. Philosophy. It might interest you to know that we will be hard put to find something to eat for the next month. And unfortunately, it's spoilage. I know. The wub nodded. But wouldn't it be more in accord with your principles of democracy if we all drew straws or something along that line? After all, democracy is to protect the minority from just such infringements. Now, if each of us casts one vote, the captain walked to the door. Nuts to you, he said. He opened the door. He opened his mouth. He stood frozen, his mouth wide his eyes staring, his fingers still on the knob. The wub watched him. Presently, it padded out of the room, edging past the captain. It went down the hall, deep in meditation.
Good night.